You know, the other day we were talking about uh, commutes because the average commute was determined to be 27 minutes. Yeah. AJ and McCall at VFX, which is longer than McCall's commute. By which, like two minutes. Yeah. So she's basically. right on par. Yeah. AJ and McCall at VFX. But with the uh, weather and temperature today, I have decided that my commute is also too long. Five minutes? Yep. It's too long. Oh my gosh. It was not fun sitting in the car. For those five minutes over here. Oh. Sorry. So I need to figure that. I don't want to sleep at the station. Was it just cold? Oh, yeah, it's freezing. Okay, then start your car. Yeah, but I don't have an auto start, and you know what they say. You're not really supposed to go start it and then leave the key in there because that's a safety risk. I know we're in Utah. Do you have a locky lock? Like, do you have a clicker? I have a key fob, yes. But is it, like, on your key? Yes. So you don't have like a separate clicker, like a separate one that you can lock your key off of. No. Because like Dustin's truck has I like wish. the key and then it has the little like key. clicker a, button. That would be a... Because if you did that, then then you could totally do it. If you have a spare key, then no, I'm not recommending idling your car no, before I get not. attacked. She's definitely not doing that. Anyway, your car needs to run a couple of minutes before you drive it anyway because it's better for your car to get things going. Side note. Just need a... Irrelevant. I need, I need a garage. Kind of. Yes. Correct. There's a pop-up one. Have you really? seen pop-up garages? I have not. They have them. I saw one the how, other day. How when, big are they? Uh, It's like the size... It's literally just like the size of your car. But I don't think you can put it out on the street is the only problem. I know. I have a little parking lot. Dude, yes. So, okay. Okay. You remember way back... I, you I, can make a little... You can make one of these. It's cool. It's like a little tarp. I mean, it's not like it's it's great, but it will keep the snow off, which is nice. So you can put like a little, little okay. like covering okay. thing. That and might I, be an option. I'm assuming they're not very expensive. I'm assuming it's not the same price as building a garage. I would imagine it'd yeah. be cheaper. Anyway, anyway, anyway so side my, note. Sorry. Because my, my, uh, I live in a triplex. We have a right. little parking lot uh-huh. for uh, two of the three units. Okay. <clears throat> and... AJ and, is one of the two. Months and months ago, yeah, I we were talking about how because there's this building next to ours that doesn't have access to that parking lot, mm-hmm. but they use it all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And so they were parking in our spots. We were getting sick of it. Our landlord told us to let them know, don't do that or we will have your car towed. Really, for the most part, haven't had a problem with them after... There was a couple incidents after we did that whole topic, but then my landlord put up a couple signs. He said something, and we really have an issue with him. Mm-hmm. Well, we share the parking lot with a uh, mechanic shop or a garage, I don't know, something. There's a business that's next to us that uh, parks vehicles, and they have most of the spots. Okay. So yesterday, no, excuse me, uh, Tuesday, what's today? Yeah, Tuesday, the building next to us, we haven't had really any incidents parked in one of their spots. And you thought that I was upset when I went in there because the whole thing was Ashley told me I was too mean to him when I went in there and said, please move your cars. We will call a tow truck. Right. Which is all right. There's signs and everything. The company that we share the parking lot with didn't even go say anything, got mad that they parked in there, took a vehicle, and just parked it behind them. <laughs> Passive aggressive for the win. Right. And I was like, well, don't tell me. And Ashley was the one that told me because it was right when she was coming home from work. And she was telling me, so we were, we were peeking out the window, like watching the drama unfold. Because, you know, what else do you do with blinders or uh, blinds? And I was like, don't tell me I was mean because I definitely didn't do that. Yeah. That is crazy. As far as we know, they got it taken care of and there was no incident or whatever. But I was like, whoo, that dude just had enough of it today. He must have had a bad day.
Yeah, probably. So every once in a while, you just get one of those really bad days, you know? He, he had had it. Not today. That's what he said. He didn't actually say that, but I feel like I heard it anyway. Okay, so back to pop-up garages. That might be an idea. I really think you should get a pop-up garage. I think I should just I'm going to look. I'm going to Google it, it. Again and again. Pop. I'm going to bring it. I'm going to take garage. it down, put it in the car, and then I'm going to bring it here and throw it up in whatever spot I park in and be like, ah. hey. Don't, don't get in my garage. Two hundred bucks. Oh, that's nothing. No, and it, it the only pro it's like ten by seventeen. Mm-hmm. It's two hundred dollars. It's a special special offer, so it's on sale right now. And I think you can get it in town. Yeah, it's a hundred dollars off, basically. Okay. And your little car will fit in there just nicely. Oh yeah, my car is not a big car. Okay. Yeah, this I always, is cool. I was picking the I, in, park in the end spot too, uh-huh. so I could just totally. Well, and I saw it the other day. Now, now you have to like. It might blow away mm. because I don't think you're gonna stake it down mm. because yeah, I don't think you have the accessibility. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you get sandbags, it's different, Ooh, okay. and so you can set sandbags up underneath it and just attach it that way. But I think this might be a really good idea. I'm gonna send you the link to it so you can order it online and buy it because I I'm not ordering things online anymore. You're not. <sighs> no. Why? Because I'm not allowed to. Right, right, okay. Because McCall's was, broke. Were, McCall has no dollars. I thought there was another story. I was like, what happened? No. no okay, McCall, gotcha. McCall has McCall's precisely broke. zero right. dollars. Got it, got it, got, so, it, got, it, got, it, got it. Anyway, although there is something that I'm going to be ordering early. early, So I I, just, I asked Dustin if, if I could have it. And he said, if you sell the trailer. So if anyone's looking for a trailer, <laughs> I need to sold so I can buy the new Jeffree Star and Dawson palette. Okay? <laughs> I'm glad to know your priorities are in order, McCall. Yeah, so buy my trailer. Perfect. Okay. Oh, gosh. Now, I suppose you could consider this a little little teaser before we get to Florida Not, AJ McCall at VFX. But, McCall, why do people got to ruin everything? Because they don't like joy. I thought so. Now, the saying in uh, baseball especially, but the saying in sports is, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Oh, yeah. So two women in New Jersey took that to heart. Would you like to guess what they cheated in? Um, I'm going to guess that they cheated in bingo. You actually nailed it. They cheated during church bingo. People. They were caught taping numbers to their cards to try and win the prize, which was under $200. And I got to tell you, how do you do that? Because have you ever played like legitimate bingo? Like they, they speed through those. Who has time to tape numbers? Nobody. Because you like, you get like, uh, people get like four cards and they get all those stamps and like, B4. But <laughs> taping numbers to cars, come on. Though this isn't the only story we heard this week about someone uh, having a little trouble when it comes to church sports. I, I think the day we had the birthday celebration, you might have missed the story, McCall. They were talking about basketball because all I'm going to say is, and this is true. The person whose birthday it was plays in a senior basketball league, and so they were talking about the glory days of that, only to find out that uh, a teammate of his and an, another coworker got kicked out of church basketball. That doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise you someone got kicked out of church basketball? No. Throws me for a loop. No. I've been... Listen. Is that the most competitive courts? I've been a part... Yes. <laughs> I've been a part of Utah for a while. Echo my whole life. I grew up going to church basketball, volleyball, etc. games. That, I'm probably going to make a lot of people mad, 
because I'm going to hit a heartstring. That is the place that people that didn't make it into college to play the game go <laughs> only to get mad at the people that just want to play for fun. Yeah, it's fun. This is why I don't play. No, that's fair. Because I get competitive. Uh, one of our salespeople, because uh, I've, I've been on softball teams, right? One of our salespeople is in a league right now that I'm not in, and he said there's this team that clearly played baseball in high school, mm-hmm. and so they show up in their uniforms and everything, and they think they're so cool, and he's like, they're terrible. They lose all the time. That's funny. And they take it way too seriously, so they're unhappy about losing. And it's That's like, funny. It's rec league softball. Calm down, Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. You didn't make it. Yeah. So chill out. Yeah. What does even trash talk look like in a church league? People are saying hey, things like, hey. you're a lint licker. <laughs> you're not that good. <gasps> your kid isn't cute. Your, your mom's like, scones aren't that great. How dare you? You take that back right now. This has been our version of church trash talk. You're welcome. <laughs> Which would not endear us, I think, to making friends, right? No. How to friend was the debate at eight yesterday, and I, I we might have figured out a thing or two. It's kind of complicated, right? You raise an interesting question to start with, and we'll get to the poll of the day as well, which talked about coworkers, because I know, right, especially maybe less so for us, but people have work lives yeah. and home lives, and sometimes those are good to, to overlap, and sometimes they're not. Yeah. And honestly, let's be honest. Honestly, saying, I like being honest. Uh, let's... There's going to be a coworker, at least one, law averages, at your place of work that is either a snitch, a tattletale, or someone you can't stand. Correct. It's just, it's the truth of the matter. There's going to be one of them. So maybe you start to be a little bit choosier. Sure. Whether you've, whether you've right. just gone that way into uh-huh. it or you've been burned before. Right. Tell you what, I've been burned before. So yeah. when it comes to coworkers, how do you friend? Quinn. Do you have a coworker that is a friend? Oh yeah, yeah, a little bit. Is it? I've only you, got one coworker, so oh, no, that's fair. Yeah, limited options. Good thing he's not a jerk. I'm glad to hear. That. <laughs> were you guys? <laughs> were you? Were you guys <laughs> friends before you started working? You be- no. Okay. What do you? What was the last thing you guys did when you hung out? I uh, worked on my truck. Okay. Okay. There's there's an option for you, McCall. Quinn has one coworker and is friend. Nice. To be fair, though, I mean, it would probably be very difficult to at least not be friendly. But again, the, the, the question is, you can be friendly at work, which I think is where you're operating from, right? Yeah. We're friends, but then how does that work outside of work? Well... Like I'm repeating a lot of the same. Probably. Thing. But, like, we've hung out... What? Once? Constantly. <laughs> no. Outside of work. Yes. Like one specific time, and it was for my birthday. It was for your birthday. Which was so fun. Like, we had such a good time. I agree. But I don't think we've really, we haven't really done anything outside of that that hasn't been work-related. No, I think you've hung out with my girlfriend at least same, if not more times, than with me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Right. So I just, I don't know. Question mark? Vern, do you have a coworker that you hang out with outside of work? Uh, Trevor. Yeah, and what was the last thing you guys did when you hung out? Oh, uh, we went golfing. Oh, nice. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Happy yeah. to help. Who who won the golfing? Uh, I did. Uh, yeah, nice. There you go. It, Way to go, it's Vern. Not really, it, it's not really a match. <laughs> <laughs> I've been golfing a lot longer than these guys. Okay, you know that's a legit friendship because he's trash talking. Because if you ain't trash talking, oh, you ain't yeah. legit friends. Um, okay, so to address your concern, because I get it, 
because I've had the same thoughts too. I, I wonder if you and I are in a different circumstance because we have different requirements for our job. Yeah, I, I wonder because a lot of people have asked me about us recently, like the show itself, like yes, the relationship. Yes, is a jerk. I know, I'm glad that you have also noticed <laughs> no, that. That's usually the answer us, to the question. For us, it's like a marriage almost. Yes. A hard marriage. Sure. you got to work through. Yes. But we're still like best wow, friends. Really? Really? You had to, yeah. No, a it's, a, it's a hard marriage. Like you go to a job and you work with somebody, you immediately get paired up with somebody. And like working at the bank, there were plenty of people I worked with that I just hated because they sucked. Right. But, you know, I didn't have to use them as a bounce board off of conversation. And I'm sure vice versa with your other jobs that you've done. Right. You could just kind of ignore them. Now, for you and I, we get along and we've gotten along pretty well the whole entire time. Right. But, you know, there, there's times that you need to work on conversing and, you know. No, McCall, I don't. What do you mean? You know. <laughs> that's that's always helpful. That's like when, when Ashley and I have a disagreement and she says because and it annoys me because because is not a reason. Yes, it is. It's not. Because. No, you have. How did your friend search go yesterday? Eh. No. <laughs> I made one friend. Oh, good. It was good. That's a start. I had a conversation with Dustin about yeah. making friends. Dustin was like, good luck. <laughs> I really think I talked to my brother for a while about it yesterday. You would think with all this friend talk, I'd text my friends. Didn't, didn't say a single thing to any of them. But I was talking to my brother about it, and the conclusion we really came to is that uh, there are people out there who are open to friends, but a lot of people, I think, are just kind of set in their ways, and right. so they're hoping to kind of pick up people along the way. But the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, let's be honest. You get older, you kids, house, relationship, job, pick one, pick five. Maybe you have all of them. Yeah. And you just uh, have periods of time where you're going to get occupied, and I feel like the metaphor I use in the blog post that I'll have up later this week is that if you don't water the seeds, the friendship won't blossom. Yeah. And so it's easy to have that when you have a friendship that's lasted for a while because you've gone through and understand. New ones, I think it's difficult to get there. Right. Well, I think that that fits in with like everything, relationships, like marriages, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And at this point, I kind of I kind of feel like people don't want to be my friend because they're like, I don't want my business on the air. I so also feel like that's the case with me. The air. Yeah. Even if we're not friends, be. your business is on the air. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What up? I hear about it through the grapevine. Why else do we're I have friends and family? Gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't hear from anybody. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't message anybody yesterday. We had this whole conversation about friends, which I took to heart. I wrote about it, and then I didn't message anybody. I went home and was like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Bless. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> The Orchid Homes, Florida, not on VFX. So the only way you're going to get in those, obviously, we do our good deed and we catch the criminal from Florida. Correct. So let us get the headlines. Let's think, and then we'll team up. Okay, headline number one: A man, very much in the same camp as AJ, frustrated with his upstairs neighbors. Oh, okay. Just on that note, getting compared to anything Florida, not is. Woo! That's scary, but yeah, okay, right. Upstairs neighbors are loud, so he takes it upon himself to shoot into the ceiling, only to have the shot ricochet and hit him in the face. First of all, definitely not going to go that far. Second, nope. wow. Just, just wow. 
Headline number two, family on vacation found 20 kilos of Coke washed up on shore. Um, I hope they did the right thing. And headline number three, lady burned down a 3,500-year-old tree while smoking meth. Only to get arrested again wow. for meth trafficking. What did the tree do to you? What did the tree do to you? Just existed. You can shop some beautiful antiques. Mm-hmm. Shop all kinds of kitchen cool things at Vintage Market Days if you do one small task. Catch the bad guy for Florida Not on VFX. It's AJ and McCall, and I want you to win. McCall's going to be hanging out there broadcasting live tomorrow, 10 to 1. Let me ask you this, Angie, because I didn't learn my lesson this morning. It went warm in your car? I sure did. Oh, good. See, I didn't. I'm dumb. <laughs> Angie, we have a pair of uh, Vintage Market Day tickets for you if we catch the criminal from Florida. Think we can do that? I hope so. I hope so, too. All right, McCall, three full stories. Okay, story one. Some dude was really upset about his upstairs neighbors. They were being super loud on Sunday night, so he took matters into his own hands with the 2019 equivalent of banging a broom on your ceiling by shooting into the ceiling instead. And a fairly predictable 2019 result is it ricocheted and hit him in the face. So he was taken (laughs) to the hospital in critical condition. Charges are pending. The 2019 equivalent of banging a broom on a ceiling is definitely not shooting upstairs at your upstairs neighbors well it's a dumb it's a dumb thing to be doing so yes it is story one story number two enough cocaine to fill up two briefcases washed ashore while the family was on vacation they decided you know what we should go find this they saw this large item picked it up took it home to investigate they opened it and said oh my gosh there's cocaine in here so they immediately called 911 Anyway, that has to be an interesting experience because so, so they did the right thing. They turned it in. But, you know, the cops still got to ask a couple of questions to make sure it's not them just like being guilty all of a right. sudden. Like, oh, right. Oh, so uh-huh. where did you find mm-hmm. this cocaine? Right. Washed on shore. Right. No, no, it did. I swear it did. So it's not ours. Basically, we're looking about 40 pounds of cocaine is what they found. I don't know why they were like, hey, let's take this home. Just saying. Like, I don't think I would find something that's 40 pounds, wash up on a beach and be like, I'm taking this home with me. I kind of, I got to be honest, this may be grim. I might have assumed there was something terrible in there. Same. That's why I wouldn't have touched it. heavy. Same. There's story number two. And then story number three, a lady that got accused, well, not accused, who did. She burned down a 3,500-year-old tree back in 2012 while she was smoking meth. She got arrested on charges of trafficking meth. Just on Friday, after the, uh, I guess, had a search warrant to search her home, had 22 grams of meth inside of a plastic container inside of her washing machine, and some more inside of a plastic drawer in her garage. Anyway, so she got arrested. She's going to be held on a $25,000 bond. That poor tree did nothing to her. I can't believe that she said that she can't believe that she burned down a tree older than the whole entire country. Yeah, well... Don't do drugs. It's not that hard. Yeah. There you go. Three crazy stories, Angie. Good luck. All right, Angie. What are you feeling? One, two, or three? Ooh, I think it's either one or two. Um, oh. well, I want to <laughs> say number two, probably. I'm not sure. They're uh, all pretty crazy, but you know, maybe that, number two? That is definitely fair. They are all definitely crazy. Uh, gun one. Nah, the gun one's everywhere, so I think we can rule out one. The tree? Tree? Where, where do you think? Old trees? Where do you think they'd still have some old trees? Everywhere, right? Maybe? Everywhere. Hawaii is a lot of them. Um, Hawaii? Yeah. I wonder. I, would, I think two. Okay, McCall. We are uh, going to go with story number two. Angie's convinced 
So is it story number two? It's not. I'm sorry. Oh. Where's that one at? South Carolina. Oh, see, that's oh. basically Florida now. I know. I'm sorry, Angie. <laughs> that's okay. Just like a message in a bottle, cocaine can wash up on shore anywhere. <laughs> Yeah. And the dumbest question I may have ever asked is, where are old trees? Yes. They're probably all over the place. They you know, exist. Trees have existed for a while. Yeah, like 3,500 years. You know, my responsibility for Florida Not on VFX is to... Win. Yeah, be an expert and hopefully lead you the right way. AJ McCall at VFX. And so I got to ask just one question as we try again with Sean. When I asked, where do they have some old trees? Was that a dumb question? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. So I didn't really do Angie any favors. Luckily, you have the benefit of my stupidity that I've learned going into this attempt at Florida or not. All right, here we go, Sean. Two remaining stories. All right. Okay, so story number one. We've got a guy who was really upset because his upstairs neighbors were being so loud Sunday night. So we decided, eh, let's shoot some bullets into the ceiling. Can't understand that part. But one ricocheted, hit him in the face. He got taken to the hospital in critical condition and charges are pending. And then story number three, some lady burned down a 3,500-year-old tree while she was smoking meth back in 2012. She just got arrested on Friday for meth trafficking. Like, you know people were already watching her, right? Oh, jeez. Definitely. A 3,500-year-old tree had to be like a really big tree, right? Oh, yeah. Continuing dumb questions. So, like, how was she not in jail already? Because I remember there was a police officer, Um, college football fans may remember this. There's a special tree, I think, in Auburn that an Alabama fan poisoned and it died. And a police officer went to jail over that. So how was she not in jail? I don't know. Who gave her the chance to smoke meth Past that. <laughs> I don't think they did it on purpose. I'm uh-huh. pretty sure it's still illegal. Uh-huh. There you go. Two remaining crazy stories. Okay, so that being said, Sean, we've got the uh, guy, guy shooting himself in the face, basically, and then the meth tree burner. So I'm going to go with the meth tree burner because I know way too much about this story. Uh-oh. Um, I'm, I make pins out of historic wood, uh-huh. and this tree is called the Senator Tree, and it's... Uh, it was basically alive. It was alive when Jesus was alive. Yes. So yeah, it's it. The trees in Florida. Whether this next thing happened in Florida where she got arrested, I don't know. But I'm going to say probably. Okay. Well, I want to. I'm going to ask a question here in a second. But first, okay, that good enough reason for me, McCall. <laughs> is it story number three? It is, and I'm actually quite impressed, Sean. You had all of the right information. Ditto. <laughs> so proud of you. It was 118 you. feet tall. That's a big tree. Yeah. So hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Okay. Actually, Sean, stay on the line because we're definitely going to talk about this historic wood thing because cool. McCall? Hi. Have you ever heard anything of like someone working with historic wood? That sounds like almost magical. Uh, Yeah. So this is little known fact. Oh, okay. Um, my grandpa actually turns wood. So he does that kind of stuff. Oh. So, anyway, he's he's had some pretty, he does some pretty cool wood. We've got some pretty cool listeners that do also. Yeah, well, uh, so, Sean, stay on the line. We're going to find out a little bit more about this uh, working with historic wood. I have to check the bylaws, but I'm pretty sure there's nothing against having inside information for Florida or not on VFX. Insider information or like, like what? Like how? Hello? Well, I mean, Sean won. Because, right. Well, 
Sean won mostly because he knew exactly what tree we were talking about having worked with it on VFX. Yeah. So, Sean, uh, details, man. The lady just, the tree was hollow, and she just went in there to smoke meth. She's a former model who just got hooked on drugs and just did stupid things. So Wow, you guys, you and McCall could have tag-teamed it today. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, I know this story. No, I know which one's in Florida. They they got some pieces of the tree that weren't burned, and they put them up for sale. And like people make historic pieces of wood out of them, like bowls and vases and huh. and like writing writing pens. So that's. Have yeah. you worked with any other super famous pieces of wood? Um, I get some Jack Daniels barrels. I got some porch wood from uh, the Goonies house. Oh, nice! What? Uh, yeah, some of the porchs went on sale. Um, tr- uh, some of the old Yankee Stadium seats. I got some wood from that. Make pens out of that. So, and That's... then the coolest one I think is the uh, the Christ Church in Oxford, England. Uh-huh. That the uh, Harry Potter Grand Hall was based off from. Uh-huh. They redid the hardwood floor in there, and I got some of the old hardwood floor out of the. That is cool. The, the church. So yeah. I don't. I I don't remember at career day being anyone saying like, yeah, you can make cool things out of historic woods. Thank you, Sean, for taking the extra time to to tell us about that stuff. I got to tell you, uh, my dad is a huge pain in the butt to, to shop for. That is exactly perfect for him because he likes to write in journals and stuff, and it has, and he loves history. Right. So if I find something super cool like that, that would be perfect. I think I'm going to hit Sean up again. Sean, let's uh, exchange numbers or something. That's cool. I'm, I'm, that's that blows me away. Some occasionally, like we've had people call for Florida not that are like from Florida, and then they they beef with us a little bit about why we always trashing on Florida. Right. And uh, there's some people who had crazy stories about uh, whatever you know. There was you know my mom did this, or you know I wish I could uh, put up an electric fence to keep people out of my yards too. But never has there been anyone that's called in that has some kind of tie to a story before. So that's pretty cool. Congratulations again to Sean. He's going to Vintage Market Days. Actually, uh, speaking of um, shopping for presents, I think Riley has a very special shout-out she'd like to uh, have us make, and we will give her her moment coming up. Okay. Riley wanted a shout-out, so we figured we'd give her her own time with AJ and McCall on VFX. So, Riley, what's up? It's my mom's birthday today, and I was going to see if you could shout her out. Yeah, what's your mom's name? Trista Dexter. Trista Dexter, and are we allowed to know how old she's turning? Yeah, she's turning 36. I don't know, McCall. Do you think we could shout her out? I don't know. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, Trisha Dexter. Now, here's my question. I don't know that Riley uh, knows well enough because I'm pretty sure the rule is you're not supposed to tell your mom's age once it gets past a certain point. Right. You just automatically turn 30, what is it, 35? My mom is 29. Oh. So this is the first year that I actually became older than her. Man, that's going to be a tough one when I get to tell her what to do when I'm home for holiday season and such. You know, I think, as a matter of fact, now that I'm thinking about this, uh, I think I recall a story of my mom turning 29. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What happened? She turned 29, and she told somebody that, she was turning 29 because I think it was me. I think I was like, oh, my mom's birthday's today. And my teacher was like, oh, how old are you? How old are you, Shelby? And she's like, I'm turning 29. And she's like, 
Yeah, we're all turning 29. So how old are you really turning? And my mom was like, 29. I'm literally turning 29. I Twenty nine is up. Well, that's what my mom turns every year. That's what she told me. So, uh, she started making a deal with my sisters at the age of um, six, I think, that they weren't allowed to get older. That didn't work very well. But they were supposed to just turn six every year, so they didn't keep that one. But I'd imagine at some point they'll they'll cash in the twenty nine forever card. Yeah, and uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm just thinking about that because we had a we had a birthday this week. Um, in the building, and I'm not again. I'm not going to say the age of the person because, like, they're a senior. I'll leave it at that. But everyone kept saying it again and again, and I'm like, look, nobody else wants to admit they're getting old. Kind of not nice to keep saying how old this person's turning again and again, right? But we got into a discussion about it because my least favorite thing is because you're younger, you don't get to talk about how it feels to turn older because everybody else has been there. So screw you, kid. <laughs> Well, they were talking about birthdays. Producer Butters and I both turned 30 this year, which right. anyone in their right mind would agree is kind of a big age for whoever's turning 30. Yeah. As McCall said yesterday in the after show, it's the oldest I've ever been. Right. Every day is but, the oldest you've ever been. So produce, celebrate it. Producer Butters you know, and you're I, still alive. Producer Butters and I made the mistake of saying something during your birthday party, which was for one much higher than 30. And then everyone's like, well, oh, you're no, dumb. It's you not even understand. that bad. Whatever. Fine. I think AJ's old Screw if that helps. me. When I get as old as dirt, then I can have an opinion, apparently. No, you don't get an opinion then no, either. No, because someone will be as old as Jesus, and they'll be like, oh, no, <laughs> turning old as dirt really isn't that bad. <laughs> Just wait till someone burns down the tree. That was our Florida or not oh, story geez. this morning. Happy birthday to Trish is what I'm trying to say, and that's what this was all about. Good news, my girlfriend didn't get kidnapped. No, I'm not kidding. I was legitimately slightly... Concerned for my girlfriend's health, and I'll get to that in a second, AJ McCall at VFX, because as important as that is, we do have another special shout-out, apparently, to do. Okay. Hi. Um, I was wondering, can you guys give a big shout-out happy birthday to Corey Heiner? Yeah. Am we allowed to ask how old he, he's, he or her's turning? They. They. He is going to be turning 40. Oh, okay. Today. Well, see. That's a big birthday. That, that's a that's problem. That's a good birthday. See, not that, no, yeah, it is. Stop it, AJ. We will happily uh, wish him a happy birthday. Okay, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you, Corey Mosco, please. Happy birthday to you. Yes, get happy some. Happy birthday to Corey. So happy. Birthdays are the coolest. Everybody's just turning older than me, so they all got to tell me, well, not that bad. That's what I learned this week. I already knew it, but it got reinforced this week. And I'm just like, I don't care how much free pizza and cake is in the break room right now. There's I am none. so mad at everybody in here. Guess what? What? My birthday's in five months from Nobody today. Nobody cares. That's a long time. <sighs> Ashley's birthday I, is, is Sunday. Yay. I have to have something to look forward to, though, so I can get through like the winter. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. I don't know. What else would you look forward what to? What happens after New Year's? Sad. Dreary, literally nothing. A chance it's a to gloomy, start a new. Gloomy situation. You're a gloomy situation. Literally always, which is why I drink coffee to be less of a gloomy situation. I was <laughs> concerned my girlfriend was kidnapped. So here's the deal: what? I have a home security system. Right, it makes you safe and stuff. Ideally, yeah. Sometimes it makes you paranoid because last Correct. night, for whatever reason, one of our sensors wasn't working, so it said zone open, which it wasn't. But you know. 
Sure. So we got it fixed. The alarm was on all night. No problem. I leave for work this morning. No problem. Only for me to get to work, and shortly before we start the show, the alarm goes off. Okay. No one deactivates it, so they call me like, do you need assistance? Do you need us to send police on the scene? And I'm pretty sure since we had the issue last time, I'm like, no, I think we have a sensor issue. It's fine. So I wave off police help. Only for Ashley to sleep through the alarm and do no such contacting to me until about uh, 15 minutes ago. Nice. So, good news. Well, you know, I, I, I'm i going to say I don't think she's kidnapped because she texted me, didn't call me. But how difficult would it be for a potential kidnapper to just have her phone and just text me? Right. Hmm. Issues. No, hmm. I, I, th- I think she's fine based on how she texted. But I guess I don't know until I hear her voice. Maybe I should call her. Probably. Hmm. I might do that. Okay. Remember, if you ever want to call us, 435-787-0945 or, or 68255 is the number to text. Start your text with VFX. We have an issue. I have an issue specifically. Friends, family, I won't tell you who, but man, am I upset with them. Okay. And I need your help to figure out how to deal with the issue and maybe, just maybe... Have a stern talking to. I mean, as we've already found out in these last 20 minutes or so, my mom turned 29 and I turned 30, so I'm the oldest one in the house now. But no, I have an issue with a member of my family who's doing something I think is not cool. Story time for the debated date with AJ yes. and McCall at VFX. I love story time. A little bit ago, I went out to eat with some uh, friends and or family. Okay. Very vague. Love that. <laughs> we live for vague. And it was a nice meal. Okay. And uh, offered to pay, and I was turned back. I was rebuffed by this friend or family member because they always do this, which is nice. Absolutely. I'm, I'm very appreciative of them doing that. The problem is, is it was a meal, I think four or five of us, close to, I think, about $100 or okay. so. It was a nicer meal. right? So they, they take care of it. They actually had cash. So they pay it. They throw like five bucks down on the table, and they said that should cover it, and then they leave. Which is not... True. So, like, it was like a nicer place. You said, right? A more I, decent-ish I, semi-nice. place. Yeah, like you know, you're, you're like your Texas Roadhouses, your Olive Gardens. You know, sit-down okay. place. Okay. Okay. Got it. Right. So I'm standing there, a little bit bewildered, because I'm like, okay, that won't cover it. No, that won't cover a tip, especially if it's almost a hundred bucks. <laughs> right. The math is easy on this one. Ten percent is ten bucks. I got. We, Good we, job. We can do this. Math is not difficult on so this. So twenty percent should be twenty. I I happen to have some cash left over from a trip to Vegas, so I threw down a couple bucks as well to balance it out. But here's the deal. I've made no bones about this. I have friends and family that I really don't like going out to eat with because they are, to me, hypercritical of the sales staff, unnecessarily so, and I feel like um, they are, are bad tippers. So I, I rectified it because I thought that it was just short-sighted. And there wasn't really any complaint about the service. It was just kind of like, good. And then we left. <laughs> but what do we what do? we do? Because it's easy for me to get on here and say, story time, and then passively, aggressively talk oh, about course. them and bash them. But this is ridiculous. Like it, it, I avoid the meals sometimes, but, you know, friends, family – the general group that it is, you can't avoid them all the time. So something's got to change because this is just, I feel embarrassed. I feel anxious when we get near the end of the meal because I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable with what is about to happen. And like I said, I try to pay and I get rebuffed. And maybe that's just the answer. AJ, you just pay and then don't worry about it. But 
I feel bad that I have to think about this and prepare for, oh, crap, here we go again. They're going to try and stiff the waiter-waitress. So what the heck do I do? Unfriend them. Hit the button. Disowned. Dishonor on you. I don't really know in this kind of situation because I've been in a similar situation before. Um, usually what I do is I just throw down the extra money. But and I feel like... not say anything? I, no, because... No. Because don't be wrong, that solves right, the problem, right. but it well, really it doesn't does. solve the problem. Right. But the problem is is that a lot of people think, oh, well, a tip should be earned and a tip is <laughs> Okay, I worked waiting tables. You make $2.13 an hour, okay? Tips are life. So I have plenty of opinions on it, but... A lot of people just don't take them. I need advice. 68255. Start your text with VFX. 435-787-0945. And if you think it to yourself, well, AJ, it's not really concerned because the bad tip is only embarrassing or uh, only makes them look bad. I disagree wholeheartedly. Okay. I will tell you a story that has lived with me my life. We're calling out bad tippers. I mean, in general, but also the yes. ones that we know because... Look, McCall could joke in our video for the debated eight on VFX and all social media, Utah's VFX, break up with them. And for friends, maybe. Break up with them. Maybe that's their only mostly negative redeeming quality. Family, you ain't got a choice, McCall. Family's family. You could choose not to spend time with them or not, but they're still related to you at the end of the day, sometimes unfortunately. So I need help because I don't think something needs to be said. Angie, help me out here. You ever had a situation where you've been with someone, they decide to take care of the bill, and then they just throw down not nearly enough money on the table? Oh, I've had that a lot before. <laughs> um, do you just drop just money say, down, or do you say something? Because you know they're going to keep doing it if you don't call them out, right? Yeah, my husband would just drop money down. That's what he would do. Um, yeah, that's, that's, not, that's not nice, but um, right. my husband would just put money extra money down. See, and that's what I did. Because that's what happened to me. Someone paid a bill and they're just like, five bucks, that's good. And then we, they left. But that, that, that didn't solve the problem. And if your, your attitude is, well, don't worry about it, AJ, because they're the ones that look bad. It's not really the case. I remember being on vacation with some family once. We went out to eat. And the play, it was a tourist place. So the place we were at was, was just slammed. And my uh, family members I went took care of the bill and were just complaining the whole time. The service was slow, despite the fact... The place was just jam-packed with people. So, yeah, they're a little overwhelmed. And so they stiffed them. They flat-out stiffed them. What? The problem is is that we did not leave that restaurant and then just leave the place. We just walked. It was like there was this little strip mall place. We walked down two stores, and the it was a waiter came and found me and said, uh, tell your family member I'm really sorry we were busy and gave me the receipt. And that stuck with me ever since because, like... I can't even tell you how sad that is. For me, with my job, when I used to work as a waitress, I had to cover someone's table once before because they dined and dashed. And I, th- that's not what the case is with yours, obviously. No, we paid the bill. They just right. didn't get a tip. Right. It was, again, it was a, it's, a handful of us, so it was a decent... It should have been, like, a 10-buck 10, 10 tip, at least. It's devastating. Like... And usually the problem is with the kitchen because you can't do anything about it. You're just the forefront of it. Right. It's busy. That's just how it goes. And so, you know, that's why I think I got to say something because, yeah, I covered this time, no problem. But 
Um, I do generally care about the friends and family that are in my life, and I would like them to, I don't know, not find confrontation because they're terrible tippers. Or, as my brother likes to say when we talk about our family members, like, you know, people spit in people's food. Like, if you think that doesn't happen, it happens. There's no way it doesn't happen. So if you, why would you, why would you aid the risk, especially if you live in a town and become notorious for terribly tipping? And let me add on to that as well. The other problem with this is if my friends and family visit me, and since I'm hosting, it's easier for me to get the bill because I'm hosting. But I also don't want that attached to me. Call it selfish or not, I don't want people to think that AJ Knight's a terrible tipper because I don't think I am. I think I'm pretty understanding. But, you know, the last thing I really want to is like, oh, oh, AJ's here with his family, and they suck. They suck. So yeah. we definitely aren't going to give them the best service because they're going to be jerks regardless. I, I, I got to tell you, it sounds so bad, but personal reputation plays a lot into it. I have no problem. You can think it's bad or not. It's part of my job. Persona is part of my job. And I also, I think it's not, it's pretty reasonable to say I don't want a bad rumor attached to me that I have no part in the rumor. I'm, I I feel like I'm a pretty good tipper. I'm not going to go out and say I am. I yeah. feel like I'm pretty good. Yeah. I know that my family and friends, especially the ones I'm referring to, are not. So now, like, when the, if they visit, and I'm pretty sure they're scheduled to visit sometime next year, to which <laughs> we're eating in. Oh, family. Poll of the day was, um, if your table doesn't tip enough, do you put down more money? Very simple question. The start of the problem for my situation. Or do you ignore it and just think, well, not my problem. We'll find out what that says and uh, have some of the comments addressed to bad tippers because that's what I'm looking for. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of okay being a jerk, but I would like to maybe avoid it if possible. So what the heck do I say to my bad tipping friends or family? Let's fight. AJ Why? McCall's debated hate on VFX. Really, I really don't want to fight. It's going to at least be a verbal altercation oh, when okay. you talk about the cheap tippers in your friend slash family. Oh group. my gosh, definitely. So... How the, dare you? The question for the Palmer Home Furnishing Poll today is, if your table doesn't tip enough, do you put down more money? 72% of people said yes. So let that sink in for a second, McCall. Only 72% of people said yes, that they will cover the rest of the tip. I don't know what the other option is. Ignore it, I would assume. Like, because for me, like, that's not even, there's not even a question in my mind. Right. Like, and if I don't have cash, then I'll go up to the front and say, hey, is there a way that I can run my card so I can get you a tip? So he- or I will go to an ATM and come back and bring you cash. Like, there's no there's no other option for me. So here's 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 the thing. So I, I, I get it. A lot of people have said, like, uh, Tammy, Tammy Smith said, you uh, we make sure everybody pays their part of the tip. You should definitely throw down some money. Um, there's a couple of text messages that come in that says, uh, you know, uh, you know, if they take the meal, make sure you say, hey, I got tip. There's a lot of solutions like that via text, social media, Utah's VFX, and I, I'm with it. That's what I did. I said, I, oh, I didn't say I got the tip ahead of time because I got I got, I got, got passed off. I was like, I'll take the bill, and I got, no, 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 I got I got the hand. So I threw down the extra cash. My problem is, is that that solves it that night, but it doesn't solve it going forward, and I feel like it's just – I've. I've been out to eat with them enough. I've avoided being out to eat with them. They make me anxious. Right. I'm always nervous when we get the bill because I'm like, oh, I feel terrible about this. And in fact, we got a text message coming in that said, uh, um, 
It's hard being on the receiving end of bad tippers because I always need extra cash to get on top of bills. Right. But it's also super disheartening when you feel like you did a bad enough job that they don't want to that tip they you. Weren't, yeah, you, it's, it's such a... We're going to get deep for a moment. It's such a self-esteem thing because it makes you question you. Right. Genuinely. Right. It, it really, really, really does. And sometimes people are just D-bags, and that's just how it is. That is and so that, that's something that you come to find very quickly working in the serving industry is that sometimes people are just jerks, and that's just how it goes. There's a reason Sadly. why most people say the service industry is the worst industry to work in. Yeah, because the people surrounding the service industry suck. Aka yeah. the consumers. Yeah. And it, you still have to just be like, oh, yeah, no, this is great. I love that. It's so good. Casey Texas in and has kind of a similar issue. She said, my in-laws are like this, but it's more a matter of ignorance rather than defiance. They just don't think about it. I think it's a conversation needs to be had about the importance of taking care of your waiters and waitresses. Definitely say something. And so that's why, what do I see? Do I, do I just go at him and be like, look, stop being crap tippers. This is ridiculous. Right. I, th- I think you do. I think you have to have a conversation about it. Like, probably in the car on the way home after you've already done it and say, hey, by the way, I put down an extra $10. Why would you do that? Because. Oh, trap him in the car. We can't avoid the conversation yeah. that stuck in here. Well, you, yeah, it's better to have the conversation in the car rather than at the restaurant. Oh, because then it, I've had arguments then it gives you, with you. Then it brings it right back onto you. And then, like, yeah, no, not a fun, enjoyable time, I don't think. Yeah, some some great comments. Ellie said, uh, "I get livid at bad tippers. I ask people that don't tip well, uh, what what if it was someone they loved and cared about? Depending on those tips to live, would they want someone tipping their loved one that amount? If that doesn't convince them, then I let them know that they should do society a favor and stop eating out." That's the thing, <laughs> Ellie. There's, going hard, and I like it. There's so many people that will comment, and I'm I'm saying this before the comments come through. Because there is nothing that makes me more furious than this comment. Well, we could afford to go out, but we couldn't afford the tip. So you get what you get. Just be glad I'm here. Absolutely not. First of all, you wasted their time. Second of all, you're wasting how much money? If you can't afford to eat out, stop eating I, out. Yeah, I don't understand how you justify that. Like, because you wouldn't go to your job and somebody come in and be like, "All right, you get what you get. At least I gave you." But it doesn't. Nobody. No. Nobody would be like, "Oh, that's fine." No. Nobody like would you say go into that. a grocery store and you say something along the lines of, "Oh, well, I'm buying cents. this." Right. I'll give you fifty cents for this. Well, I'm at least here for business. You can't do that. The full service includes the customer service with the waitress wait staff like that's included you need to be tipping them and someone's going to come back right now and be like well that's the job on the company well that's where america messed up okay because in other countries this isn't acceptable tipping's not acceptable it's not so you can take that up to hire people we're just here to say Tip your people, tip your wait staff, tip your bartenders. Have a good night. So the the story is, I went out to eat a while a while ago. I've been saving the story, get away from it. So keep a little bit more honest with right. friends or family. And uh, I got waved off at the at the at the uh, check. Okay. They took care of it and they dropped cash in. So I had a ballpark idea of what it cost. And then they threw down not nearly enough money on the table and said that was it and walked off. And I threw in. I happen to have cash that day. Threw down enough to cover it, but I didn't say anything. And I, I have a history of sub- 
friends or family that are not great tippers. And I, I think it's getting to the point where I'm going to say something, but I don't know what to say. Stephanie Richardson, I think, makes a good point on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Says if they aren't respectful in front of you, they sure as heck aren't doing it outside of being around you. Why are we here if we aren't here to help people be better versions of themselves? Correct. And I want to put the asterisk I on love there you. to address McCall. What McCall does is before he said, "Well, if they're bad, look, this is yes, remove the asterisk. If they're bad, then you can have a conversation about how you want to yeah, tip from there. Yeah, then you can go from there. But talking in general, like the service we had the night I'm talking about was fine. Right. It was totally fine for me. If the waiter waitress is bad. I am, and this is going to sound ridiculous, I am more likely, no, more likely to tip higher. Why? Because clearly they're having a bad day. Usually what I'll do is I'll tip higher and I will write somewhere on the receipt, I hope you have a better day because it implies, first of all, hey, I can see that you're struggling. B, I genuinely hope that you have a better day. Right. I, I I guess I'm not. That's I don't me. Know. That's, that's you. Me. I'm not sure how. I, I know feel a lot of that. people aren't like I, this. I think it depends. You'd have to be in the situation to be like, is they having a bad day, or is this just just crap service? Right. Here's uh, here's one for you, McCall. As we talk about tipping for the debate today, one last one for you. This okay. text came in. What about the opposite end of the spectrum? My group of friends like to tell me the waiter that I'm known for the waiter that I'm known for tipping over a hundred dollars when clearly I don't. Uh, I tip generously, but not that generous for a hundred dollar ticket. And I would—that's bad on your sister, on I, your people. You're going with. I would. I would assume they would know that you're kidding the waiter or waitress. But also, it's also kind of mean because then when you don't drop a hundo, right? Then it's like, what did I do wrong? I guess if you tip generously, they'd be cool with it. But st- I mean, you probably t- tell your friends that to not do that. Yeah, I, I would definitely go that way. With Just it. start it off with they tip a hundred dollars, and go from there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they got it. Yeah. This is on. The- yeah. Uh, Palmer Harm finishing poll of the day. Once again, do you tip or do you drop down more money on the table if uh, your table doesn't tip enough? 72% of people said yes. 28% of people said no. Utah's VFX is AJ McCall. Who's this? This is Liam. Hey, Hi, Liam. Liam. What's up, man? Good. How you been? So, I actually have waited tables when I was younger uh-huh. a lot. It sucks. Um, <laughs> So, I have, like, a really strong opinion about tipping. Same. <laughs> so, like, for me, if even if... So, I'm kind of the opposite of you, Michael. Like, if I get really good service, I'll tip really high. Right, me but too. if I get crappy service, I'll tip low. I don't tip high if I get crappy service. Um, but, well, I guess that's not the opposite. It just seems like you just tip high then. <laughs> um, but, like, I... 15% for me is, like, the lowest I'm going to tip. Oh, yeah. Because, oh yeah. like, especially, like, here in Utah, a lot of people tip really low, actually. They do. And it's it's really ridiculous to me. Normally, for me, I, I stick to the higher end. My lowest I'll go is usually yeah. about 20%. Mm-hmm. And so I'll, I'll stick to stick to that and like when i say that i tip higher for crappy service it's usually when i can tell that it's like a kitchen issue rather than like the server issue because i know i know that there's nothing that the server can do about it and so i know that they're probably losing tips from other customers because they don't understand that it's a kitchen issue yeah and and it sucks when that happens so much because there's nothing you can do about it it's awful yeah but yeah like so i've waited tables in three states uh-huh. And Utah is by far the lowest tipping. McCall. 
Hi, that's me. We yes. have definitely deemed that there is a Radio Ranch ghost, right? Yeah. And we discovered, I think, on an after show podcast specifically, that spirits can travel. And right. I think, I think it came home uh, and hung out at my house uh, yesterday. What? Yeah. So there absolutely is a Radio Ranch ghost. Oh, yeah. AJ McCaw on VFX. 100%. And uh, I can't remember. It was a couple weeks ago on an after show podcast. We were talking about him because McCall was really the first that had a paranormal experience and has a ghost at her house, a spirit at her house. Yeah. And so a fun one. we got into this whole discussion um, because McCall was working off this theory that maybe both are the same and then the... Her, the ghost that was at her house follows her around, and that's how we got the Radio Ranch ghost. Because producer Butters said he had never really noticed anything until until both McCall and I were here. So there was a timing thing that worked in its favor, right? Yes, precisely. Um, so producer Butters and I disagreed. We think there's two spirits, one here and then one at McCall's. But then we did figure out that spirits can kind of travel if they kind of attach themselves to someone. A human, right? Yeah. So yesterday. I don't know what the last two days at home not been great because today the alarm goes off. I can't get a hold of my girlfriend. I'm like, oh, she's kidnapped. Great. Um, yesterday, sometime shortly after I left for work, because Ashley doesn't get up for another hour, hour and a half, or something like that after I leave because she works it later. Some of the a bunch of the electronics turned on by themselves. Weird. She's sleeping, and well, then AJ, on. remind me. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. You me have had experience with something that turns on your electronics before, right? <laughs> the only other, and I would actually, we I have a really, there's a really great discussion on our Twitter. Let me give them a shout. Out. I'll tell you a story. Yeah, so um, in my hometown, there used to be this place that was a retirement home. It was called the Pythian Home. Okay. And it was uh, right next to where my high school is. And so the Pythian home at some point was abandoned and it has a very, it's an old building. So it has an old creepy feel. So my high school turned it into the Haunted Mansion and the, the music department used it as a fundraiser every year. Um, and then they closed it down because of health concerns. So I got to go in. It's not, it's been knocked down for a while. It's, it's, I don't even think it was there when my brother was at school. But right before they knocked it down, uh, one of the people that had been, a part of it for a long time took a couple of us through it. So we got to see the building late at night after it was closed. And I took a couple of sound effect equipment pieces. Right. And uh, second night or so, they were sitting in my room and they were voice distorters. Both of them were. Second night I'm sleeping in my room after I got them. One just went off in an extremely high volume. Okay. Not plugged in, no batteries. It just went off. And made a crazy noise. So we got moved to the garage, and I don't I don't even know if we have it. It may have gotten thrown away. Probably a but good choice. But that is really my only paranormal experience, I think, minus the car crash after McCall told me about skinwalkers. That one's still undecided. Until I got here. But yes, I've had one experience like that before. But I wasn't home for this one. And as far as I know, I don't think Ashley has a ton of paranormal stories of her own. T.C. Lowry, by the way, having him and I are having a great conversation on Twitter, or Utah's VFX's Twitter, about why I have more experiences here. He's a really interesting theory. Okay. But I think... It's because there's more ghosts here. Yeah, definitely a factor. I really think that uh, maybe, because I was not on the side that the Radio Ranch ghosts initially could travel. Now I'm starting to feel like maybe, for whatever reason, has attached itself to me, us. Probably. 
because a bunch of electronics turned on all by themselves. We really haven't had any issues at the house. But all of a sudden, in the month of October, that happened. Yeah. Now, technically, no, this is our second October because we moved in in September. So this is our second October. So it's not that it's our first one. And I, so it's on our Facebook page, McCall, and I'm, I'm asking for other stories because I'm not really concerned. A lot of people have reached out to us, thankfully, and said, you know, just sounds like it's a mischief spirit because it really hasn't done anything other than goof with stuff. So no concern about safety, but other stories. And uh, a big friend of the show, Jake, tapped me into some stories that people have shared, McCall, from the state of Utah. Okay. Boy. I'm a little nervous now. Oh boy, if we do have a spirit, and again, not really fear for my concern or fear for my safety or anybody's mm-hmm. safety. Fear for my concern. Any of my concerns. But uh I we may be in, in for some more mischief. Some of these stories, I'll tell ghost stories. Month October, right? Oh yeah. And throwback Thursday with Brianna on VFX, Utah's hottest music streaming online at Utah'sVFX.com. And she said that she turned down the Super Bowl halftime show in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick. Oh. And I got to tell you, I would have, <laughs> no offense, J-Lo and um, Shakira. Shakira, but I would have rather had Rihanna. I would have loved to Rihanna. see her perform. Um, yeah. You know what's crazy is that there are people that exist that don't know Rihanna has music. Those people are losers. It's just sad. They're just young. She makes good music. Oh, yeah. So much. Google it. Okay. So here's the deal. Or just listen to it because we literally just played it. <laughs> find find more of it here on VFX. Always. So here's the her. deal. Yesterday, while I was gone, shortly after I got off, uh, or left for work, excuse me, girlfriend was at home sleeping, got up because a bunch of electronics turned on. Okay. And I'm thinking the Radio Ranch Ghost, because I actually really don't even live that far away from the station, to be honest. Radio Ranch Ghost came home and decided, ha, click, <laughs> turned a bunch of stuff on. Maybe, maybe coincidental, though we are, I'm, I think at this point, we're pretty dead set that there is absolutely a Radio Ranch ghost. So who's got stories like that? Uh, Rebecca Terry says, my TV turns itself on constantly all day and all night and sometimes even turns on Netflix. I'm pretty sure there's something wrong with the TV because I don't want to freak myself out thinking it's haunted. It's haunted. I got bad news for you, Rebecca. That's that's a millennial ghost. Yeah, they just want to binge watch their favorite program. Yeah, they're they're sad that they can no longer watch Friends. Okay, uh, that's why. <laughs> right, gotta get it in now before it moves because I'm not paying for that other service. Clearly, they're not paying at all. They gotta <laughs> get it in before they end up getting out of limbo wherever they're going. Jake uh, Jake Sever shared a story. He said, bought a camp light that took AA batteries. Lamp never worked even with fresh batteries. Left it hanging on a hook on the ceiling for weeks. Random night, watching Supernatural, we come across a very oh demonic... Oh my gosh, absolutely not. We come across a very demonic episode and a demonic symbolism, and the lamp turns on by itself, randomly. Nope. 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 Get I've been, rid of it. I've been told that evil spirits manifest energy, form electricity, and can perform acts in person. I believe that. And also, while investigating the paranormal, it's very common for equipment malfunctions because the spirits are trying to manifest the equipment's battery power. So he bought himself an evil camp light. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. That's crazy. I saw something the other day that reminded me of uh, myself. Basically, you, you go to a thrift store, you go buy something, right? Right. Then you immediately rub your house with sage. <laughs> you immediately burn it. And then that That's becomes fair. yours. Kylie Spackman says the other day her phone was on, sleep, no apps running, nothing in the background, and all of a sudden it started playing a podcast. 
I was listening to about the Peyton Randolph house and the supernatural there. I have a microwave. I have a microwave only spin when the door was open. It was Friday the thirteenth, and I'm sure they were both just mechanical issues. But uh, you know, ghosts. Yeah, ghosts. AJ, AJ Ooh. got to experience something. Oh, look, Siri came on. No, AJ got to. My s- Google experience does it all the time. Something the other day. Didn't turn on then because I didn't need it to. Yeah, uh, with our bossy boss accidentally calling you in the middle of the night. Yeah. So that's it another was, uh, thing. It was either, I can't remember if it was last weekend or the it, weekend before. It was on uh, Saturday, I think. Four 4.20 in the morning. 4.22, I think, specifically. Mm-hmm. In the morning, I get a phone call. I didn't answer it. I saw it the next day. Missed call from a boss of ours. It didn't leave a message or anything. So I was like, oh, I'm fired. But didn't say anything. And so he, he didn't text me, didn't leave a message, nothing. I was like, well, that's suspicious. Right, that's weird. So we, of course, talked about it. And then he heard us. And we were talking to him the next uh, next day about it. And he said that... He said that his phone does it all the time. He's not using it. He's sleeping, obviously. It's four in the morning. Right. Sits over there, and then his phone just dials somebody. I was like, what? Radio Ranch Ghost. Again, Radio Ranch Ghost playing pranks. Last one, because this involves a scary movie. Tiffany Howard said, when I was a kid, I was alone in the basement watching Nightmare on Elm Street on VHS. That's a terrible idea. The VCR turned off and then on again. The TV stayed on, so I knew it wasn't a power outage. Scared me to death. I've still never seen the rest of that movie. Good. Also, don't say his name out loud. Yeah. Because then he haunts other people. It's how it works. Right. By the way, Jake, who <gasps> shared the story of the, the camp light, uh, sent me to a page. It says uh, have, uh, he posted, have you ever seen a felt a ghost? And there's pictures uh, and people telling their stories. I'm going to share a link to this page because this is awesome. Uh, we just got a message. Hit me. Uh, someone said, I live upstairs and I always hear footsteps in the attic and I just go on with my day because I'm just used to it. Are they sure no one's secretly living up there? Or maybe it's some I guess raccoons? That, well, there, there could be, there could be some little, uh, what do they, what do you call them? Loafers? Loafers? Free, uh, uh, uh. Freeloaders? Freeloaders. Okay. Is it loafers? I don't know. Loafers are shoes, but I think, yeah, I think you're right. Probably not. I'm probably making things up. I don't know what they're called. How could, look, I gotta be honest. How could you, because like my basement is terrifying, but I never go down there. Right. But how could you hear footsteps in your attic and be like, nah, whatever. Yeah, for me, I'd be like, hmm, I'm going to flash back to a Florida or not story that we had this morning and shoot the attic. All right, ghost. About to get a cap. You better leave. Bam, bam, bam. But I so I shared the link. It's uh, the the pages. You know you're from Ogden If, but it's a oh, bunch. I like that page. It's, it's a really bunch funny. of ghost stories. So the link I commented specifically the post is on uh, the page picture of my Xbox, which was one of the things that turned on. Speaking of steps, I just scrolled across this one. John Smith said we constantly hear footsteps walking down the hallway and make the boards creak. Baby cries from uh, the corner of the bedroom, and a small shadow about a foot tall runs into empty rooms. Sage, get some right now. Get move, out. Move. Burn the house down. You don't need that. Couple house of really anymore. good options there. So get if you out. weren't if you weren't terrified for the month of October yet, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. You know, Post Malone lives here now. Right. And he was cursed for a little bit, or seemingly so cursed after he opened that box he wasn't supposed to. Right. AJ McCall on VFX. Maybe that's why he's moving here. Well, I <laughs> he moved, I don't think that's a good reason to move here because it seems like there's... I, the theory, I was talking earlier about how, because uh, we're talking about paranormal experience, I feel like I had AJ right. McCall at VFX. And TC Lowry's, uh, Lowry's theory was, and I think it's pretty good, because I never really had any before until I got here. And I've right. lived in New Mexico, which is part of the West, right? Right. 
And his theory is, I think, see it as kind of uh, the old antennas on a TV. Sometimes you got to dial it in just right, and maybe you're just tuned in perfectly to have some more paranormal experiences in the state of Utah. That's fair. But I was wondering, so, so he's had that. Do you think, you know, he's here. We're friends. We could ask him about it, see if he's got any advice, because he got the dollar. So if there's some way to, I'm not really curse, but he apparently conquered the curse. So he's got to have some knowledge on how to deal with this stuff, right? I would assume so. You know, I want to be best friends with Post Malone. Like, do you think that's a possibility? I wouldn't see why not. He seems pretty down to earth. Okay, cool. You just got to find something. You got to find a common ground and build from there. Yeah. All I know is that there were a lot of there are a lot of paranormal stories shared on our social media. I, the link that uh the you know you're from Ogden, man. The link specifically to that post is in the comments. Uh, on our uh, VFX post, Utah's VFX, and I know for sure we're going to get into this for the after show as well. But I was just thinking, he conquered a curse, and I'm not really concerned about the spirit because it's more mischievous than anything. But man, wouldn't it be fun to pick his brain about it after being cursed? Oh, right? I would love to. Love to. Posty, you know, like, if you're listening, let's be friends. Yeah, let's let's talk. let's talk. It's the month of October. It's the perfect time, right? Yeah. I say yes. We have a challenger to one of your thrones, McCall. What? AJ and McCall on VFX. Well, bring it on. Now, one of McCall's big accomplishments this week, with a little assistance from Producer Butters, is she got us a little bit more organized, right? Little. Here, she, here, here let's, let's refresh her. Here she is looking at our calendar for this week earlier. Worst. This is funny. I'm looking through the agenda right now on the work and, calendar. And you were concerned we weren't going to contribute to it. I was. Little did you know, we've added plenty. Quit. Friday, 10 <laughs> yep. to 11 a.m. got that. Got it. Perfect. <laughs> Delete the quote unquote, maybe possibly M drive also on Friday. Then our meeting today. Yeah. Yeah, see, we uh-huh. contributed. That's we great. added things to the calendar. I'm so proud of you for using our resources. <laughs> I have it in my other calendar. And this is why I'm scheduled to quit on Friday. I have three calendars. That's too much, Bob. I know. You need one. I What's have the point of three? three? You need one. The challenge to your throne is Anna Linquin, who commented that she has four. Four calendars? Four calendars. How many calendars do I have? One. Too many. I have one physical planner and then on my phone I have a ton of different like categories because I like the different colors of it because for my eyes it's just more appealing I I know it's weird but like I I categorize between (laughs) health and fitness and and work (laughs) and home and hobby and like like a breakdown like that. Content I, creation I, is a different color. I under that I understand that. Okay. But But okay. wouldn't the point be to have it all in one place so you only have to check one place to know everything that's going on? Yeah, that's why I keep it in the physical calendar. So I have it in the physical calendar and then I copy that over into my my digital calendar on my phone so that I know that I have it. So like heaven forbid that I leave my planner here. I can actually just look at my phone and then call it good. <laughs> oh, boy. Four. Four calendars, McCall. Three calendars. McCall, I feel like making an argument for potentially more calendars. Yeah. I, yeah okay. I thought so. Ed Sheeran, who took part in a bit of a political play, uh, political campaign, excuse me, with some help from royalty. It was good. Would you expect anything less from Ed Sheeran? No. Earlier this week, Ed Sheeran took his Instagram on a little journey. I think it was actually yesterday because it went up today. 
because uh, he teamed up with Prince Harry. Nice. AJ and McCall on VFX. Could and- you imagine being able to just be like, what up, Prince Harry? Let's do something. Do you think Ed Sheeran was more nervous to meet Harry or Harry to meet Ed Sheeran? Probably Because obviously both. they're both huge, right? Right. Well, they were teaming up for something special, and here's a little bit of it. Thanks very much for, for coming in. I really appreciate it. Appreciate yeah, thanks for having me, man. This is something I'm quite passionate about. Oh, uh, you as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. This, for me, is, 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 a, is, a, is a subject and a conversation that's just not talked about enough. I think people all over the world are really suffering. Well, I, I, I've actually been trying to write a song about this, actually, to get it out to well, more people. Well, I was about to say, because like, someone with your skill set to be able to write lyrics and of a song to, to raise awareness, I think would be amazing. Yeah, I, I mean, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. I just People just don't understand what it's like for people like us. Yeah, you know? I mean, what? Well, well, you know, like with the jokes yeah. and the snide comments, and, you know, I just feel like it's time that we stood up and said, you know, we're, we're not going to take this anymore. We are Ginger, and we're going to fight. Um, okay, um, slightly awkward. Um, this might be a miscommunication, but this, this is about World Mental Health Day. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, no, I knew that. No, no, I definitely knew that. Yeah, definitely knew that. As he deletes what he was writing, you can find the link for the full video on our Twitter, Utah's VFX. I love them. Like, <laughs> they're both so funny, truthfully. Uh, no, it's, uh, they're both good. I mean, and it makes sense, too, because, you know, you don't bring Ed Sheeran on if you're not going to have a few laughs. Oh, yeah. I mean, or a few drinks, but they definitely weren't going to drink for this. So a few laughs. And so that was wink. a perfect team. Laughs, wink. <laughs> <laughs> and now now Ed Sheeran has, has helped out Prince Harry. Now Prince Harry owes him a favor. That's right. So they're going to go golfing, and maybe he's going to hit a golf ball out of his mouth. I, I definitely don't think so. I don't think royalty would do that. Rob's not. I don't think so. But Prince Harry, though. No, He's I wouldn't be surprised. Different. I definitely wouldn't be surprised if you couldn't talk Ed Sheeran into being the one with the golf ball in his mouth. Well, yeah, I just seem to recall, you know, the Justin Bieber thing. Yeah, what a travesty that they apparently, quote unquote, video does not exist of that. Right. Video I have a hard exists. time believing it. But video exists. It's got to be something. Yeah, you know, if Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber teamed up for his bash, they had that. They had that video. Either that or they did it again. There's no way they didn't. Definitely. They're like, hey, you know what's funny? This video. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> the full video of Ed uh, Ed Sheeran and Prince Harry making their announcement. Again, on our Twitter, Utah's VFX. Earlier, AJ and McCall at VFX. McCall showed me a video that had to do with anxiety and said, and I quote, me. So because of that, McCall, I figured I'd help you get to the bottom of it. My anxiety? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I found a poll that ranked the top 10 things that give people anxiety. <laughs> My number one. My brain. <laughs> that did not make the top. Well, I guess. No, that did not make the top 10. Brain did not. Uh, I'll give you the. I'll give you 10, 10, 9, 8. Large okay. crowds, public speaking and performing. Your significant other. 10, 9, 8. Okay. Money. Three. Okay. Work. One. 47% of people said it's the top thing that gives them anxiety. Uh, thinking you forgot something. No, not on the list. That usually gives that usually gets me. <laughs> Shoot, did I forget to do that thing that I was I supposed think, to do two I days ago? I think what that says is if that's one of the things that gives you the most and it didn't make the top ten, maybe you aren't as anxious as you think you are. No. I think that's what that means. No. I'm pretty positive that's what that means. No. Uh how about your family? Um 
Two is social gathering, so let's group those all together. Sure. After our debate debated eight yesterday, excuse me, after uh, meeting, uh, making friends and, and how to friend, number six, meeting new people. Yeah. After our debate at eight today, talking about how you call out friends and family for not being tipping conflict with others. Huh, weird. <laughs> huh. Uh, the full list of 10 large crowds, public speaking, performing your significant other, politics, meeting new people, conflict with others, health issues, money, social gatherings, and work. Those are the top 10 things that give people anxiety. So if you're feeling it, I would quit all of those things. I'd quit money, I'd quit meeting quit new your people. Job. Definitely Move quit the significant country. other, never be in a large crowd ever again. Yeah. You know, by the way, if, speaking of moving to a large country, I don't know who. Different country, who, but okay. Both. Um, <laughs> I don't know who, who would make this plausible, but I found a link. I actually shared it on my page because I know people that would do it. But there's a road trip now, perfectly booked out. So for an entire calendar year, you can experience nothing but 70 degree weather. Oh, Okay. That's kind of neat. Yeah, I mean, yes. But it's also like... Mm. Just move. <laughs> yeah. You're really going to stay on the road? I love road trips. Don't get me wrong. But you're really going to stay on the road for a whole year? Just move to California. Just move. I wouldn't move there necessarily. They got power outages now as they get ready to fight fire. I know. <sighs> Terrifying. Whew. That's that's anxiety. Fire not on one top 10 things. I think it should be. Yeah, probably. Fire, Bigfoot... Um, ghost stumbling in front of someone I'm trying to impress. Ghost, yeah, definitely. After today, definitely ghost. By the way, Sarah commented on our Instagram and said that she saw, and I quote, "Black mist fall from her bedroom door handle the other day because she is absolutely convinced that there's a Cherokee Indian woman that lives in the corner of her bedroom." So Crazy. put that on my top ten list of things that make me anxious. Because yeah, duh, ghosts. VFX's Facebook roulette. End up on the VFX Facebook page and brag. Like, that was my post. I did that. Starts with being friends with AJ Knight, McCall Taylor on Facebook. So we spin and we stop. Stop. I landed on our friend Sheldon's post from Daily Quote. It says, courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes courage is the quiet voice at the end of the day that said, I'll try again tomorrow. I like it. That's good. I like good it. Good job. I landed on my friend Darius Greer. It says, my Facebook friends list, and it's a picture of a sporting event. There's people everywhere. People who react to my post. It's a bunch of seats with Three. A, of like five people just sitting there. Precisely. That one. Truth. You can win inspiration after a scary story day. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, add us across all social media. Utah's VFX across all social media, including YouTube. We are everywhere. Just like our podcasts, also everywhere. Correct. Search for AJ and McCall on Spotify or iTunes. Anywhere podcasts are, I'm pretty positive we're there. Yep. You can also find them at utahsvfx.com where you can also nominate someone for Feel Good Flowers. Mm-hmm. You can also get entered in for lunch with listeners so you can join us this month when we uh, provide the free lunch from Del Taco. Yep. All at utahsvfx.com. One day left, McCall, but it's October, so they're all spooky days. Yay. Those are my favorite kind of days. Are they, though? Yeah. Well, don't get spooked before tomorrow. Okay. And until tomorrow for AJ and McCall. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.